Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Good morning, Russell. Russell. Good morning everyone. Good morning, everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a new day, a new week ahead. And we thank you, Father, that you have made this day for us. You have blessed us in it, factoring all your plans for us, factoring all our needs that we have, factoring all the cares and the concerns. And you summon us to the secret place to be with you, whereby you can pour your wisdom into our hearts, so that out of that counsel, which is like deep water, we might have all the tools that we need in order to draw out of that counsel, draw out of those deep waters. You provide that understanding, Father, just as your word says. And we thank you, Lord, for that opportunity to be with you, where we can focus more on our relationship with you, where we get to know you more personally, to draw nearer to you. We work on our one-on-one -on -one relationship. We thank you, Father, that you still do not judge us, even though we have fallen and continue to fall many times, even though we have committed many trespasses against your laws, against your ways. Yet you are willing to give us another opportunity, that which the angels didn't have and still don't. We thank you, Lord, that you are merciful and you renew your mercy for us every morning. You are ever willing to pour out grace, never willing to give every resource that is available even up to your own son and your own spirit. And you have set them now as intercessors for us so that they can be advocates pleading our case on our behalf on here on earth and in heaven. We thank you, Father, for that kind of love and many times we fail to see it. So we ask for mercy, Lord. Mercy, for our limitations, for our vulnerabilities, for our shortcomings, for our fleshly thinking. For that is all we have learned all our lives. Now we turn to you, Father, to be educated in the Spirit, by the Spirit. That our eyes might be open to spiritual truths. Your ways that are much higher than our ways. That with your aid, by your Spirit, when we are led, we are able to walk in the Spirit by those principles, those prophecies and those promises, holding on to them in faith. Believing in our hearts that just as your word in Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, we must have faith when we come to you and believe that you are there and you are a rewarder of those who will come and seek you in that way. We thank you for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts, Lord. That which only you can give and no one else can. And no one can take it away either. And we share the same, Lord, that invitation to be with you. With all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you. With all those that do not want to know you. We share it also, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer. And those that have no one to pray for them. And as we offer our faith to stand in that gap, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our maker and our creator. The name of our father. The great I am. Who has blotted out all our transgressions and remembers our sins no more. 
one who has cast them behind his back and is ever willing to look forwards and onwards. It is he who makes the parched land a spring of water. It is he who dwells in the midst of the cherubims and will meet us at the mercy seat. And he, it is he who always completes every good work that he has started in us. We pray in the name of his son Jesus, the son that came to introduce us to the father, who said the son only does as he sees the father doing. And he came to impart and teach the same to us. He is the author and the finisher of our faith and our destiny. He is our wonderful counsellor, our prince of peace. He is the door, the bridge, the way, the truth and the life. And it is he who has enriched us, the word himself, who has enriched us in all utterance and knowledge. We pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth, life and light. Spirit of the living God, the spirit of victory, seal of the age to come. The one who raised Jesus from the dead, the one who brought creation into existence, has now made his dwelling place within us, living in our body. So that this body might be transformed from being an instrument of sin in the manipulative hands of Satan to being a vessel of honor to God. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit, the gift of prayer, where we can legally authorize you to step in. You bless us with authority. You bless us with an identity in you. So that just as your word continues to say, those who are in Christ, we thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny, help us. You have blessed us with every physical provision and every spiritual gift that we shall be found lacking nothing. But walking with you in the light, we can achieve abundance and we can stand in dominion. We thank you, Lord. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every person and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. We also cover all our ministries that are part of this prayer group. Our Rosary and Divine Mercy prayer group, the group that prays with the morning encounters, the core team as well, Lord. And all our preachers, our worship leaders, and everyone that continues in intercession, praying with other members of the group as prayer partners. We cover all of these and their ministries by the precious blood of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over all, every family that is part of this house, Father. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, 
from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue and the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Jesus. So today we continue to reflect on our series on Pick Your Friends Wisely. In today's and tomorrow's episodes, we will reflect on bad company. Yesterday, we looked at how you would go about choosing friends. Now, this is also part of the same process. Some friends are literally as though they have been planted by Satan in your life to bring you down. There will always be a few that are planted there with an intention to bring you down. And at first, they may not look like it. You might not even suspect them. So you need to be very alert. And so to say, read between the lines to discern whether they are still worth associating with or should we part ways with them. On the surface, they may appear very sweet. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 33 says, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. So we'll look at six types of friends to watch out for and be alert towards these kind of behaviors. We won't cover all six of them today, so some of them will go. I think we'll probably cover three today and three tomorrow. So the first one are those that say, it's okay once in a while. You probably hear that a lot. Or no one's watching. Nobody will know. This is slow poison. When it happens, you won't even feel it. Because it happens over a period of time. And every time you keep adjusting to the advice of it's okay once in a while. Or no one will know. Let me tell you of an experiment I once heard of. If you put a frog in a bowl of hot water, it will jump out immediately. But if you put it in a bowl of lukewarm water, it adjusts itself because it does not feel the heat in any way. The water is just lukewarm, room temperature. So it's fine. It adjusts itself and starts to feel comfortable. And it's settling in over time. Now, when you gradually place a burner below the bowl, its temperature slowly starts increasing. The frog doesn't immediately realize that the temperature has been increasing. It keeps adjusting itself, adjusting itself until it reaches a point where it cannot bear the heat anymore. But by then, the heat has sapped up all of the frog's energy and it cannot jump out anymore. It will remain in the bowl there and die. 
these are the types of friends that place a burner under you. You need to be aware and watch out. It is not necessarily okay once in a while. Watch out what are you compromising on in that once in a while process. Are you compromising on what the word of God says you shouldn't be doing? Number two, the manipulator. I'm sure all of us have come across such kind of characters. These are the dangerous ones. They know how to twist and turn circumstances, all your thoughts, all your emotions, to reason out with you, to blackmail you, if emotionally, and you would play into their hands. They may challenge your pride. I dare you to do this. So it can come in all forms. They may instigate. Proverbs 16 verse 29 says, A violent person entices their neighbor and leads them down a path that is not good. Are we engaging with such persons that entice? And when it says you're a violent person, not necessarily a person that's violent in their actions. More importantly, it is the motives that we are judging. What sort of motives? Are they seeking destruction? And it can start by looking benign or harmless. A small little challenge. I dare you to do this. Or they will ask you to do something else. And later the scope of the challenge starts to increase. And the previous one, the verse before this, so we saw Proverbs 16.29. Proverbs 16.28 says, A perverse person stirs up conflict and a gossip separates close friends. Gossipers are also manipulators. You need to identify such friends who twist stories early and keep them afar. Do not keep them close. Look for ones that are seeking to twist facts and represent one version of it to one friend and another version of it to another friend so that the two, when they come together, shall only argue. In fact, we'll do a separate section or a separate reflection, I think, on after this series on watch your mouth and what you speak so you don't have to watch your back. The third type of friends are the encourager. The encourager is one who appears to be supportive of your moves. Or you might think that's positive. What's wrong there? If they are a good friend, then if required, they will not hesitate to bluntly tell you that your thoughts are going down the wrong direction because they have your best interest at heart. They care about you. But there are those types of encouragers that will push you, that will stir you up, even though they know it is wrong. They say, no worries, keep going. Even they know it's going down a dead end. And these are not far from the manipulators. 
they can instigate and appear to care about you or be in support of your cause. Keep encouraging, knowing that it is not really in favor of your cause. They're just waiting for the pitfall that lies ahead, that uh, ditch in the road into which you could fall. Proverbs 27 verse 6 says, Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. And often we look at the wounds and say, you are not my friend. But are we being beguiled by those kisses? Sweet talk. And behind that sweet talk, is there an image that is really ulterior or wicked in motives? It is good to have a friend who pushes you so that you can be motivated and lifted up. But nothing is worse than a friend who pushes you down the wrong direction. And I think we'll stop here. So tomorrow we'll look at the next three types. I hope this is blessing you. It gives us food for thought to think about who are the kinds of people that we associate with. And what should we be looking for? Are we even looking for those? Or are we just being naive to keep going with, oh, I've been with them. I've known them since my younger days. Or this is part of my extended family. None of those necessarily qualify them as a good character certificate. So we need to keep our eyes open. We need to watch out for the kind of communication we have with them and the kind of communication they send to us. The ones that we are able to hear clearly and the ones that are unsaid. Are we picking those flags, those red flags as well? So Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for discernment. That our eyes be open to that truth in the spirit. We are lifted up to see beyond what lies on the surface to look beyond the face and the words that come to us and also to heed the signals that you give us in the spirit lord so that when we start to feel uncomfortable around certain people then we know there is something you are trying to tell us in the spirit help us open our hearts and our ears to listen for those kind of signals and then to walk in the direction that you lead us on. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray, Lord, for all those families that are facing division and separation of any kind. For all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance or poverty, all kinds of addictions as well. We pray, Lord, for all our friends and family, especially those that are not yet saved. And we ask for a quickening in their spirit. We raise and lift up our own personal needs as well, Lord. 
Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord, we believe this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank Ora <laughs> 
verses 27 to 29. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council. And the high priest questioned them, saying, We strictly charged you not to teach in this name. Yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us? But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, or divine mercy and rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teachings, please share those with friends and family and invite them to come join us. We have now also opened, reopened our WhatsApp group that we used to have earlier. And it has an extended capacity, so hopefully more people can join. So if you have friends and family that cannot join on Telegram, we have posted the link in our Telegram group. You can share that with them and ask them to join us. So everything, all, all notifications around different sessions and recordings, everything will be posted onto the WhatsApp group as well. Also, a heads up about our topic for our Bible study this Friday. It is a new series on blessing or curse. The choice is yours. We will learn that there are two forces at work in our lives. One is beneficial and the other is harmful. We will have an in-depth study on curses and how we can move from curse to blessings. This is a powerful series and can change your life and destiny. We will post these messages uh, around this topic on all our platforms. Please share those and invite at least one unsaved person to come so that they can come there and receive Jesus. Then their life can also be transformed. And there is greater joy in heaven as the Bible tells us. So give it as a gift. Praise God. And let the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead, everyone. Thank you, Thank Russell. You. God bless God everyone. Bless everyone.